Hey folks, welcome into Pro Football Ireland. Michael McQuaid here uh, from Arizona, from Phoenix, Arizona. Been here a few days, obviously working with Gridiron. Um, it's been it's been really really good fun. Delighted to be joined by my comrade, compatriot. Pl please ignore the noise in the background if you can hear anything. We're actually at opening night, and they're getting red up here, as we say, getting getting sorted out. Mark, Mark Hogan, Mark, you arrived in this evening. You missed the Eagles, uh, but you get, you get in for the Chiefs first off. Uh, welcome to Phoenix. I would ask you for your thoughts on the city so far, but you're you know you're a Cardinals fan, so how's the form? I can't believe, Michael. How many podcasts have we done together? And this is the first in person one. I can't believe we're doing it seven and a half thousand miles from home. It's definitely crazy to be here. I am absolutely pinching myself. Everyone that listens to this, I suppose their support is what gets us here. And I really mean that. I was talking to our friend Trevor, Bills fan. I sent him a text on Instagram and I, I really said, like, we're extremely fortunate to be in the position that we're in. We are right now in the home of the Phoenix Suns basketball what, team. What print center? Footprint Centre. We're sitting here overlooking like what just has been media row or whatever opening night. Every every single one of the top players that millions and millions of people are going to be watching on the weekend were in front of us. I got to ask Patrick Mahomes a question. Maybe you see it up on our uh, Twitter by now if you're listening to this. But it was the access that we were given. I don't take it for granted, and to think it's some. Um, couple of Irish lads over here doing it I, I, I do pinch myself it's amazing I had a really good night I think I think anyone that follows me knows I work for Gridiron as well and I was obviously going around interviewing a lot of people spoke to Tom Palacero spoke to spoke to Ian Rappaport Michael Irvin while recording it a bunch of good lads great crack uh, Tom Palacero knew exactly who we were the minute we came in and it, it, do you know what it's, it's lads I got that are just like they, they know the crack do you know but it, it's been a really really weird day for me I mean I'll I'll, I'll, I'll go backwards I mean starting there now my favourite interview the whole night second was Harrison Butker just for how decent he is he's obviously I spoke to him previously uh, and he played with Georgia Tech in Ireland and he knows the crack do you know and um, the favourite interview I had tonight was, was George Karlaftis the, the Greek the Greek god uh, telling me how much he misses a certain type of food which I've now forgot what it's persuaded but what it's said uh, and also uh, he's a big Panathinaikos fan, so it was it was interesting to chat to him. I want to thank Evan Washburn from CBS Sports, who was talking to him for about 19 minutes. But I got there in the end, Evan, and very very nice to meet you. And um, bit of a surreal night because it was the first open night in in years. This is my third Super Bowl accredited the first one was completely online. The second one I came in late, but even at that, it was still very very remote. And. Um, it's 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 a pretty cool setup. I mean, we're sitting here right now. And we're looking at the we're looking at the arena and we're looking at how it's been set up. I mean, they've already got half of it down within fifteen minutes. It's it's very efficient, I will say, about uh, about Phoenix um, so far. And I, for one, have been impressed so far. I, I know you're going to go into Radio Road tomorrow. Um, it's in the convention centre, but uh, had the pleasure today of meeting for the first time in person Sam Monson and. Uh, I gave Sam a, a packet of Barry's tea, and he was a very, very happy man. So, uh, just, just, just great to meet people, especially when I think you know you, you work, as you said, you know you work your arse off all year, and you get to this point. And I know for a lot of us, it means it means an awful, awful lot. And it, I don't think we'd be here without the support that people give us. And you know, I, we, we we truly do appreciate it. What was your highlight tonight, Mark, from from opening night so far? It was 
<laughs> definitely a weird one for me Michael because I did get in late I um, I only arrived in at 4 o'clock half 4 I ran to get my press pass I ran back to where I'm staying and by the time that was all done I'd actually missed the Eagles which was you know of course I'm disappointed but it was weird then because I'm coming into the basketball arena when some fans are actually still or beginning to leave at that point because the Eagles were done so I was there just for the Chiefs and you do just come into this setting it almost reminds me of like the gladiator movie when they open the doors for maximus and everything is in front of them it's crazy the journalists that you know a lot of our listeners are obviously from twitter all those journalists that you follow they're just standing right in front of you and you think oh i need to go and say hello and you're like wait he doesn't know who i am but you know you just put the we, we just know the faces so it was definitely a surreal experience for me this is my first time doing it it's definitely a bucket list item i can't believe again and uh, I, I don't want to do two things on this i feel like this podcast is going to be name dropping who we saw and who we talked to and then saying how lucky and fortunate we are but I do I, I'm very appreciative when I actually think about so I only was here for the Chiefs section and I definitely hung around Patrick Mahomes for a moment but I was bouncing around I think it was definitely interesting look it's obvious that they're going to be around Patrick Mahomes it's obvious they're going to yeah. be around Andy Reid but the one standout for me was the storyline that Travis Kelsey has to do with his brother Jason of course playing in the Super Bowl I w- maybe we'll get another opportunity I'd love to ask the likes of Patrick Mahomes about that kind of storyline because there is a lot of cliche questions being asked from some people there is other players that only have two or three in the scrum around them which is definitely interesting but how Travis Kelsey has to answer and answer and answer about his brother that's fine but I'm kind of thinking it's in his head an awful lot when there's a crowd of 50 people and every third question is so Jason did this can you tell us about a memory of Jason when you were younger can you tell us which of the two of you are a better gamer and stuff like this it's just Jason the whole time it's like sure it takes an effect on you as a player you know it really normalizes because these guys want to be so in the zone a lot of them are and look a night like tonight is definitely a distraction maybe it's that they're able to let their hair hair down but i think it might work in the opposite way for a travis kelsey that you know it, it takes that sting out of his punch let's let's talk about the kelsey browers on a different podcast this week i think i think no i think you could put a lot into it donna was like a a VIP I was trying to get her on to talk to her but she was actually talking like under it's hard there's like an underground and they had this big stage anyway look let's not piss people off even more Like <laughs> the one thing I will say is and I know you're going to go in tomorrow Radio Row is like people talk about the you know, Muslims have the Mecca in, in Saudi Arabia I walked in this morning and it was like Christmas you had Ross Tucker on one side Kay Adams on the other Pat McAfee coming on Adam Shine doing CBS uh, just uh, pro football talk Florio just just very very strange it was awesome to see you for the first time coming down the escalator uh, AJ Hawk Pat McAfee and I was like Pat so I was, t- I was telling Ty and obviously it was great massive massive thanks to everyone who came out on Thursday and Friday in Belfast and Dublin Ty was there on Friday Ross Bolger or Ross Bolger sorry <laughs> Leishman uh, Leish is getting on the map the last few days huh? um, was talking to Pat was trying to get him on Radio Row obviously for the podcast and um just said, look, have you seen about Irish kickers? You know, there's a lot of stuff going on, and he was genuinely really interested. He was like, where, where can I see this? Watch your Twitter, and all. And he was like, I, that sounds awesome. And he was like, what's, what sort of, you know, what's it like to be a kicker in game? Like, he was genuinely, and this is the lad that was trying to get down to a show, like, AJ Hawks, like, what's going on here? Like, you know, but he's, they're both massive, like, in, in real life. Anyway, look, that's it. We'll talk more about that tomorrow, and we'll, we'll, we'll get over it. Um, you've arrived in Arizona. Um, what's your thoughts ahead of this week? Like, I came in 
obviously on Saturday, it's late Saturday nights. Shout out to Aer Lingus and their very, very dodgy Wi-Fi getting over here. I love you, Aer Lingus, don't worry, it's all good. Um, but it's funny because like, it's very, very hard to call this game. And I was saying to Will Gavin and the boys earlier on, I, as it stands right now, I'm taking the Chiefs because of Patrick Mahomes. That's the only thing I can say right now. It's uh, it's interesting because you know we, we, we've got an awful lot of time this week to sort of talk about this and, and break down every angle, but um, I know Mikhail is picking the Eagles. Uh, just as you come into this week, you know, where are your thoughts at the moment and who do you think is going to come out on top in this game, I guess? Yeah, I think I'm going to realistically stick with the Eagles through this. You know, I, they took a dip in my estimations when Gardner Minshew was in. But other than that, I think they've been flawless. I do think, of course, and we, of course, are going to get into it more, that they haven't had a serious matchup now for weeks, obviously playing the Giants, obviously playing the 49ers, minus Brock Purdy. So that edge might have been taken off them because they haven't had a serious game now in a month. So the Eagles are definitely locked in. A, a question I'd love to ask Holmes tonight, I wasn't able to get it in, was basically like, when you're talking about the Kelsey brothers beating each other, who is it for, tough for Mahomes to beat? Because he's after coming through that warfare that is the Joe Burrow story, and it's you know that iron sharpens iron kind of narrative. I think that does help with the Eagles or with the Chiefs. It was funny when it's coming in today. I saw a stat up by someone like CBS or something like this, and it was ranking the starters in the Super Bowl and the first three of them was Kelsey Chris Jones and Patrick Mahomes that it definitely gave me a surprise that you'd give the first three and I was thinking of Makeda Chris Jones was ranked ahead of any Eagles player that like maybe they do have a bit of top heaviness or whatever but I just I love that Eagles roster I'm not you know going to let the hype of being in front of all those Chiefs players change my mind for right now maybe on Radio Row I'll hear an opinion tomorrow that might be able to change it for me but I think that the Eagles are just so stacked that they beat themselves if they lose this game yeah um, it was a weird dynamic tonight it, it, it did seem as if it turned into like Chiefs mania whenever the second part of it started but um, it, was, it was just funny like the, the big question for me is you can probably hear people screwing stuff in the background it's just they're getting rid of all the stages here we'll, we'll go for another 5-10 minutes to see how we get on before we're kicked out of here we're literally like the last people here literally um, I'm really not sold on the whole injury thing with both quarterbacks like there's talk that Jalen Hurts needs to get a, what, a shoulder injection or something to play this game apparently and he's going to get it on Saturday that makes you think what level is he really at and that's that's a major question what level is Mahomes at now he is he has an injury for several weeks it takes several weeks for him to get to get rid of that injury and it makes you think well is he at 60% is he at 70% you know yes he made some great players at the end of the AFC championship game to get his team over the line and I understand in those playoff situations that you're going to have those moments where you have to just go that length further but like something tells me that one of these guys is lying but the big thing for me mate is I love how honest they are and they're just telling it and we're going to see on Tuesday obviously I'm not sure if you're going to bounce down to this tomorrow morning or not uh, I mean it's way out of the city I'm not, I'm not going um, the press availability uh, for the Chiefs and for, for the Eagles um, I'm going to be really intrigued to see how how honest they are about their injuries the first thing Mahomes was asked tonight by Michael Irvin was how do you feel and he goes I feel good but how good do you feel Patrick and that's especially when you're going up against that Eagles defence that you know you've seen You've seen what the Chiefs defence done to Joe Burrow and how little time he had. Patrick Mahomes is going to have to run for his life at some, at, at least one or two points on Sunday. 
Yeah, it's what I love talking about, the offensive lines and how they, are, you know, they're the two best in the league and they have to protect their quarterbacks. It does, you have to think, when Brock Purdy went out for the 49ers, they try to get him back into the game. And then the next day, they're thinking, oh, it could be a couple of weeks. And then the MRI comes back and it's a six-week injury. And they're able to admit to it because the season's over. When you're still in, your competitive nature, one, is going to tell you that you're fine. And then two, obviously, it's the Super Bowl. They're not going to be missing it. But then there is the behind-the-scenes of it. It actually reminds me of a Conor McGregor behind-the-scenes from a few years back that it was after a fight that he was after losing. His honest assessment when the cameras were off, except for, I think it was for the Notorious documentary they must have been making. And there was a camera behind the scenes. And that footage didn't come out at the time it must have been 18 months later or something like this that when the players are able to break it down they do know themselves if they're injured they are not going to flinch in front of this media there's no way they're too hardened and they're too used to it but they know themselves and that's when the partial rush comes on on Sunday it's how they react then you know it is the whole Patrick Mahomes played through it against Tampa Bay a few years ago when he didn't have an offensive line so we know that Mahomes has it in him we don't notice Jalen Hurts have that that if he gets a couple of rough hits that shoulder the injection if he's getting it isn't working you know it's to test your metal and it's certainly <laughs> it, it, it goes into overdrive then when it happens in a Super Bowl so there's they're injured at some point everyone is stiff they say that no matter even if you're as healthy as you are you're probably only at about 60% of what you are in week one and that's if you've got a, got Scott free so these guys their bodies are worn down completely we don't know how you know much you can recover in two weeks but they're, they're going to be hurting but I think it goes out the window with the adrenaline alone Big Rogers press conference is a Wednesday. Uh, if you had to ask him one question, what would it be? I mean, for me, as the construction man leads some wires down from NFL Network here, I would say that. Um, Hold on, I'm out of here. I need to help this man out for <laughs> I'm going to ask him a question. And I'm not going to say what it is in this podcast yet because if I somehow get away with it and ask him the question, I'd be intrigued to see if he would answer. Um, there's a huge demand for the game on our island, north or south, whatever your religion, custom, whatever is. It's the one thing that brings this game together. And I think I gave away my answer or my question already there. I'm going to ask him a very serious question if I get the chance to. If you had to ask him one question on Wednesday, what would it be? Not, not, nothing, con- nothing concussion related. Who's this for? Big Roger. Oh, for, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. She's, I hadn't really thought of it too much. No, she's I'm enjoying the whole experience. Oh my God, I don't want to put a big doubt on her if I get <laughs> kicked out by asking. <laughs> Imagine. No, I, I, I wouldn't. I'm... Uh, you know it's great that it's back in front of the fans I suppose that's another thing that stood out in front of me tonight you know post-Covid the Chiefs fans obviously well renowned the Eagles my taxi driver coming in from the airport was an Eagles fan and the passion that those two bases bring together that if I were to ask him any question it'd probably be a pretty positive one about this is the well and truly end of Covid Super Bowl last year was continuing on so uh, (laughs) maybe I would um, not use that word uh, you know not take it on the question. I was going to say I didn't. My my, my language is too bad for a podcast. We'll say no on. We'll say no on for now. We're going to do a few video ones this week. I think probably honestly, I was going to do it from the from the flat I'm in downtown, but I think we're going to do it from Radio Row probably in the like late evening time. We see the crack um, media party tomorrow. Now I can tell you, as one person that went to the media party in LA last year, Mark, you might not be seen again this week. It's that oh, mad. Wow. It's, it's a bit like an all-you-can-eat buffet, but there's alcohol involved. But, it, you know, obviously, 18-plus, etc., we'd be very, very good children. And if her, if her man and dad is listening, 21, exactly. You need your passport to get into some bars oh. as well. Um, 
no, obviously look, looking forward to that, but more so looking forward to giving people, especially from the Emerald Island, of course beyond that, the, the opportunity to see what it's like to work here for a week. It is very, very full on. I've been up working since half six this morning and it's now at, we're now at half ten almost at night and I could probably honestly if I needed to I could go to four or five in the morning that's how mad it is but you know what it's worth it to do something like this let's end this podcast with a sin so we're sitting on Monday I'm going to start off I'm going to copy Will Gavin here from TalkSport and say this I'm going to take the Chiefs now I probably will change my mind throughout the week but you're quite high on the Eagles are you? yeah give me the Eagles I don't think I'm going to change I mean yeah I don't want to keep repeating I don't want to after after the long day that I've had I'll tell you this much I had to come from Denver today I had to in the take a pit stop to get the microphone that we're speaking into so I was just doing a hit there I don't know 15 minutes ago 5 minutes before we end this podcast and I wasn't able to get the words out I feel like maybe that's lagging into this podcast as well because it is one of those but yeah it's a long week ahead definitely looking forward to it looking forward to bringing the content to people I think there's a few ideas over our sleeves and that have been booked that I'm looking forward to bringing to people and is that it's on Virgin Media this year you know it's 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 cool obviously that it's it, we have some involvement with that but it's also nice that it's growing mm. in Ireland and I think we're hearing some murmurings already there's no point us going into because we don't want to get people too excited but there is murmurings about the growth of the game even on on the floor today when you start talking to people that yeah. people are recognising the Irish accents are starting to infiltrate the scene here so I mean it's it's all positive It's all, and, and I suppose it goes to show with you and me on the floor there I don't know Sam Monson was probably the only Irish man for years that uh, his accent mightn't be uh, standing out so much but it, you, you notice the Germans an awful lot here asking questions about Germany I don't think it's too long until we're getting the questions ourselves in a real serious sense about um, you know being able to go up to a Patrick Mahomes and ask him what do you think of playing in Ireland sometime let's see that's music to my ears I'm going to stop talking now while people are really taking this ransacked whole place away this has been us from the Footprint Centre in downtown Phoenix Arizona probably the first and last time we're ever going to be talking from this place for a while anyway <laughs> but uh, good crack Mark uh, welcome to Phoenix obviously mate and uh, just obviously great couple of days looking forward to seeing what we're going to do this week uh, I'm sure we'll get a few good podcasts going and we'll get a, we'll definitely get a preview for people on Super Bowl on Sunday. We'll both be at the game on Sunday and we'll both have a bit of crack on Sunday. Have you brought your have you brought your Caldera top, yeah? Caldera top has been packed, one hundred percent. That's what I'm wearing. I've got a wee on top as well for people wondering as well. Look anyway, mate, uh, chat to you soon folks, please subscribe. NFL Ireland on social media and uh, appreciate your support of Proof Football Ireland. Chat to you soon from Phoenix, Arizona. Slonga foil. Oh,